When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the podcast production company that's making the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts and a sixth event podcast, but we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows and vote on the way their stories will progress. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for listening. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pun. Get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. There are plenty of different designs available, so there is guaranteed to be something you love. To show your love of Dum Dums and Dice, go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merchandise today. All art supplied by the brilliant decapitated markers. Welcome to One Shots, a Dum Dums and Dice podcast where professional voiceover actors and improvisers tackle one-shot stories created in a variety of hit RPGs. I'm your host, DJ One Shot, and I'm here to welcome you back to Star Trek Adventures. This arc features our GM, Tom McGee, Ryan LaPlante as Security Officer Spork, Tyler Hewitt as Dr. Bartosh Karai, Laura Elizabeth as Engineer Emery Tor, and the mysterious Kristen as Science Officer Emily Cobalt. The away team found a cure for the disease, collected the necessary samples, and copied over the data. However, Sims stole the shuttle. After a desperate shuttle repair, the away team escaped in a second spacecraft, only to discover that the USS Moonhammer is trapped in the ion storm. What happens when a de-evolution storm engulfs a Starfleet vessel? Nobody knows, cause it's one shot. <laughs> Star Trek Edition. So uh, you, you come back up into space and you see that the ion storm is uh, the symptom of a larger uh, space anomaly. Uh, it seems that there is a sort of large um, electrical storm of sort of green and blue energy. Uh, it almost looks like a tear is opening in space. Um, as you come around the sort of up off the planet, um, you see that it was sort of masked by 
the planet when you first came into the system, but now it is fully engulfing uh, the, the USS Moonhammer. Uh, the lightning striking it. You can see um, parts of the ship are blowing off. You can see massive hull damage, uh, and the ship looks a lot worse for the wear. So you pilot your shuttle uh, into the shuttle bay. Um, as you kind of come skidding in, it's a, it's a hard landing. Mm-hmm. Uh, the ship is in disarray. You can hear red alert, Claxton's blaring. You can see, you know, there's a couple wounded in the shuttle bay already. Um, and uh, you see um, one of your other fellow uh, engineers, um, a nug by the name of Bing Bong, um, comes comes rushing out. And, you know, he, he's bleeding from an injury to his mm-hmm. arm. But uh, other than that, he seems okay. And he's just finished, like, trying to revive a crew member who's got massive burns. Um, and uh, he greets you as you come out of the shuttle. Oh, no, these are not good. <laughs> Bing bong, what, what's happened? What's going on? Everything got so bad. Oh, just a boom, she's in a ship. Oh, no. Okay, there was no cure. I'm still paranoid. Yes. Okay. Um, uh, oh, okay. Uh, <laughs> all right. Uh, who's in charge? Who's in charge right now? Is the captain here? Is he, is everyone, who's here? So Bing Bong tells you that, uh, I'll, I'll give you this information. You can super act it. <laughs> <sighs> um, who oh boy. Um, okay. So, um, uh, what you know, Bing Bong, do you want me to, like, yeah, what you know is that um, Grantham's still on the bridge. Um, a lot of the command crew are dead, um, so a lot of the people that normally you, you guys would be reporting to are dead. There's massive damage in engineering. Um, the storm is completely ravaging the ship. Uh, Anders and Grantham are holding it down on the bridge. Uh, there's been no word from Sims. The bridge is a donkey. Everybody is, uh-oh, we better go, gotta make a ship, go zoom, zoom. Okay, all right. Let's go down to engineering, all right? Yeah, yeah, me too, me too. As soon as we can. (laughs) All right. Um, So you you rush through. Jesus Christ. um, I'm sorry. That's that's the the voice, I assume, Laura? This is, yep, yeah, great. (laughs) Laura specifically requested that one. You're you're welcome the rest of this show. (laughs) Uh, you guys want to spend some uh, momentum or generate some threat to kill me? I want to spend as little time talking to Bing Bong as possible. Oh my oh, god! You spend more time with Bing Bong, you will love him too. Uh, I don't doubt it. Me like a doctor. Oh uh, no, Doctor Arm Bad. <laughs> That's right, Bing Bong, Doctor Arm Bad. Uh, so, um, very astute, Bing Bong. You should make Arm Bad zoom. You know, uh, you know how uh, Steven Spielberg felt when he realized he'd let George Lucas let Jar Jar Binks into the Star Wars universe. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel right now. Yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. like like Steven Spielberg. God damn it! No, okay, so much better than Jar Jar. So much better. Tor tor go zoom zoom. Let's go zoom zoom. All right, so zoom zoom. You go. Um, you uh, you rush down the hallway. Um, and, uh, you know, basically, um, once you reach engineering, uh, your communicator, uh, sort of like blares to life mm-hmm. and it's, um, uh, it's, uh, Anders up on the bridge. Um, and, uh, he says like, uh, Tor, is that you? You're back on board. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. I'm here. What's, what's going on? Okay. So, um, he said, uh, we, we lost contact with engineering a few minutes ago. We, we like ship systems are showing massive power fluctuations down there. Take a look at the engine. Got it. Got it. Got it on it. 
Um, so um, you take a quick uh, you take a quick look at the engines, um, trying not to look at uh, your uh, commanding officer, used to be chief engineer on board, who's uh, dead, slumped over the mm-hmm. console. Um, and uh, you realize that uh, there's a warp breach imminent. So you have two options. You can either try and stabilize the core or eject the core. Um, w- okay, I... Working to what st- do I, yeah, I'm just, so what, what do I know? Sta- like so to stabilize the core region. will be um, uh, work eight, mm-hmm. magnitude three, so you get three shots at it. You'll need to do eight work. Yep. Uh, it's got resistance two, so that means that um, when you're rolling your D6s, it doesn't necessarily, it's whatever your score is, minus two. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it has a difficulty of three, and that will be daring uh, or control plus engineering. Okay. To eject the core, much easier. It is a task, uh, daring plus engineering, with a difficulty of two. However, it will adversely affect the rest of the ship's systems because you will no longer have a warp core. Um, considering we need to get out of here, I want to try... Oh, shit. Try to stabilize the core. Me asus! Fuck. <laughs> so, Bing bong, I'm going to need your help. Oh, yes! Me do, me do! All right, so uh, with the assistance of your highly qualified engineering associate, Bing Bong. Me, you're good. <laughs> we will see, Bing Bong. We will see. He's super smart. <laughs> you guys don't even know. Stop, you're right. stop, stop being so judgmental. You're right, we don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Have we got impulse drives? Impulse engines? <laughs> Bing bong, what do you see? What do your nug eyes see? <laughs> oh, me using my empathy for machine. Me see. Oh, bad. Uh, <laughs> and you sad now. Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> so um, impulse, uh, impulse is possible with or without the, the warp core. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on secondary systems. Uh, so you'll still have impulse if you eject the core. Um. Bing bong. I'm thinking not a lot of chance repairing the warp core. Oh, dear. Wait. <laughs> Do you agree? Mm, yeah. Yeah, okay. Maybe we eject and get out of here. Yeah, we don't go zoom. We just go off. Wah. Yeah, I'm just, I'm worried. I'm worried. It's going to take, it's going to take too long to repair the warp drive and we're all going to be caught in the storm. Good, me, me, good, me, yeah, good, yeah, good. Yeah. Okay, yeah. let's do it. Ejecting the core, ejecting the core. Okay, so uh, one of the fun mechanics of, um, Star Wars, or Star Wars, Star Trek Adventures is that you can create additional crew members and minor characters who can help and maybe one day become full crew members themselves. Bing Bong is one such character. Misa <laughs> Hulk. And there will no, be uh, there will no. be many more no. many more to come. <laughs> I draw a line. At that. <laughs> okay, so um, I love it so much. So, uh, Emery, you're trying to eject the core. Yeah. So it'll be Darren plus engineering. Uh, Bing bong, what are you using to help? Okay, so I'm going to speak as me, because trying to describe what he's yes, doing I, is going to be confusing as shit. I appreciate that. Thank uh, you. So Bing Bong's understanding of technology is almost completely like empathic. Like He doesn't really understand why systems work the way they do. It just all makes sense to him. Like That's been his whole life. So I think he's just going to be running around, kind of like dealing with the overrides around it, trying to make the ejection faster than it probably would be. Like It's got so many steps normally, and he's just like hitting overrides and flipping switches to try to sure. make it faster. So cool. I'd say he's probably using... If we want to, oh, I got to pull his out. It would be 
Well, that's, that almost seems to me like insight and engineering. Insight and engineering. Yeah, yeah that yeah. works. That's what a wacky combo. Cool. Uh, so your difficulty is two. Great. And we have okay. no momentum. So. And I have no threat to spend, so it remains two. Um, you are ready to go? Yeah, I'm ready to go. Um, can we spend a th- uh, threat? Yes, absolutely. Because I'm just worried. If this doesn't work, I don't know. He's just supporting you. Oh, <laughs> wait. I, this is a focus for me. <laughs> yep. Because, okay, wait, sorry. Focus does. If you roll the discipline or less on one of your die rolls, it will count as two successes. Okay. Okay, so um, your communicator buzzes, and, and Grantham's like, what's going on down there? Uh, we're, we're ejecting the core. Uh, no other option. All right. I All trust right. you. Cool. Good luck, Chief. Ah, oh, shit. Okay, that, so that's one success, but that was a four. Um, so that counts as two. Misa, have a success! Ah, do, do, do! And I was pressing fucking buttons all over the place. It looks like he's just ruining things. Like, it looks <laughs> like he's just a gremlin, but somehow everything stays okay and he okay. succeeds. So you gain one momentum for cool. the additional success. Um, and um, uh, despite how dire the situation is and, and the horror of it, uh, pretty cool, he just called you chief. Uh, you oh, push the I button and um, the, uh, the, you know, the... the sort of blast shielding comes up around the core and mm-hmm. uh, gets ejected out uh, into space. Um, so Bing, sudden... Bing Bong stands and waves as it goes <laughs> into the distance. And then he turns around and goes, okay, that's done. How was Planut? Uh, not great. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> Succinct. Uh, and I, and I call, call up to, um, to Anders and ask uh, to get the con to engage impulse uh, engines as quickly as possible. Yep, so... Um, he uh, he says, uh, yeah, yeah, affirmative. Um, and then there's an explosion. He goes, oh, we've just lost Khan. Hang on. And then the, the signal goes blank. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> so where do you grow up? <laughs> um, so Dr. Bartholomew, uh, Bartosh, there are lots of people uh, injured and, and sort of dying on the ship. Um, what do you want to do? I think I get on the comm first and report in to the, uh, the the chief medical officer and let him know he's got one more doctor on the ship. Okay, so um, uh, he says, like, oh, please, we need all hands we can get. Get up here quickly. So I head up to the med bay, yep. sick bay? So um, you head into sick bay, and uh, you can see that um, so far of the, the pieces of the ship you've seen, uh, med bay has been damaged the least, uh, which is good. However, it is overrun with people. So mm-hmm. um, lots of scarring, burning... Um, Okay. It's about I, to uh, yeah, go to work. Great. Um, so why don't you roll me um, a daring and medicine? Or I guess you could use control as well if you I'd want. I'd love to use control. Yeah. Uh, and I'm going to say, sorry, before you do that, mm-hmm. let's say um, the first thing you're going to do is heal your arm. So this is sort of like an auto-doc surgery right. um, that you're commanding. So okay. you can make this difficulty two, mm-hmm. um, but I'm going to remove the... One so the one of the traits on this is that you're in a med bay, so that makes all healing practices much easier. Okay. So don't worry about the minus one for your arm. Okay. So just straight difficulty of two. Okay. Uh, and that's two successes, one of them with an effect. Amazing. Um so the uh You grow a third arm. It's stronger <laughs> than the other two. <laughs> Better, faster, stronger. 
Um, so the uh, the auto dock uh, patches up your arm fairly quickly. Um, and uh, what am I going to give you for that? Um, while it's healing you up, you're kind of looking around and you realize that things are pretty dire. So you make a subtle modification to it to basically give you a little dose of a stim okay. as well to just get you like yeah yeah. Uh, ready to rock game. and roll. Yeah. Um, so uh, essentially, I'm going to give you one additional task that you can do once. So sometime during this forthcoming scene, you can do one additional task because okay. you're slightly wired. Right, got it. Cool. Um, okay. Um, I, I would like to address all of the people in triage. Hello, everyone. My name is Dr. Bartosh Karai, but you can call <laughs> me Dr. Bart. That's all I'd like to do to get started. Dr. Ma, the actual doctor, mm-hmm. the ship is just... Like, honestly, everyone, it's easier if you just let him say it. <laughs> He'll be with you shortly. And he kind of rolls your eyes at you and goes back to work. Um, okay, uh, Elizabeth, what are you doing? Um, I would like to go report to my station. But before I do it, uh, is she still sick? Uh, is she, I mean, Emery, correct? Yes. With a debilitating neurological disorder that we have not cured yet? Yep, that would be correct. And time is of the essence. Just a deck warp core, though. Just want to point that out. <laughs> okay, cool. No, See that? Cool. She's so smart. Cool. Side note, though, did you need to eject the warp core, or are you just paranoid? Who knows? <laughs> <laughs> what a fun the, guessing game. On the bridge, they're like, wait, wait, wait what? What do you mean... <laughs> The warp core's over there. <laughs> uh, okay, so you want to so try it, and heal it's her, and, um, Emery, and Sims that still need to be. Her Sims is gone. Sims is gone. Sims, Sims is took a shuttle. M-I-N. We don't know where She's Sims gone. is. Yeah. Man, okay, so it's just her. I know. I would like to cure Emery though before <laughs> before it gets worse. Yep, She's by the <laughs> engineering. So <laughs> because you've already you, you synthesized <laughs> the cure um, yes. down, I think probably on the way up, you were figuring out a way to, okay. to put it in a hypo, so you can just give her the injection okay so while she's like working on ejecting the core you just kind of like ever so quietly just like sneak up and just like pop it in her, her neck she doesn't really go. notice um so you can now remove the trait paranoid bing Yay. bong notices and he like looks over and like gives you a thumbs up and then goes back to seemingly just flipping random switches on a giant <laughs> wall of switches <laughs> they installed that wall just for him yeah it's, it's a children's it's play just, center yeah. it's, it's, it's a fidget yeah. wall it actually yeah, controls life support yeah. like when he, when he's working on the stuff that keeps the ship running he's really efficient but he's really bad at downtime so they made like a wall of toggles that he could just flip that he thinks do things and then they like pick him up and just move him to the left where the real ship ones are when he needs to work yeah he's the reason that i got the surge of stim in my arm yeah from like the other side of the ship he's like <laughs> he has no idea what he's doing but yeah he's just like vastly improving other systems by accident I'd, uh, I'd like to report to my sci- uh, science station and assist there with great. maybe analyzing the ion storm or see if, are we gonna die sure <laughs> um, so I'll let you do that uh, next round okay. uh, Spork what are you doing uh, the moment I get off the shuttle I use the onboard security systems to check if Sims had docked he has not <laughs> predictable <laughs> <laughs> I report to the chief of security um, so uh, when you reach the bridge, uh, the chief of security is unconscious, and um, currently there are two ensigns kind of like helping her into the uh, the lift to go down to med bay. Um, the bridge has sustained heavy damage. Um, you can see they're trying to use um, the uh, Andrews has hopped on the con um, and is trying to maneuver the ship um, out of the ion storm. But you can see the storm is almost moving kind of hungrily towards you. 
Um, Grantham is uh, it looks a little worse for wear. He's taken some some uh, some hits as the uh, the ship's been damaged. Um, when uh, as you walk in, the other con panel explodes, um, killing the ensign who's there. So Grantham himself like rushes over and like hops on on that panel and starts like trying to rewire it. Um, and uh, yeah, on the viewport you can see the ship. Think of it almost as um, being too close to a black hole. Like the ship is just sort of slowly tilting uh, back into the abyss. Um, can you please roll me a control and security check? Difficulty one. Two successes, one including an effect. Excellent. So you move to the security panel and uh, you do a, a quick, uh, you sort of quickly shoot through the logs you can't fight a giant temporal thing, but you can have a better understanding of what's going on. Um, one thing you note is um, the ship did pick up readings of Sims exiting the planet. Uh, however, it seems he didn't return to the ship, but made his way towards um, uh, Narendra Station, which was where your original uh, destination was. Um, you also pick up a rather large power signature on the other side of the tear in the temporal form. And uh, doing some quick math, uh, you realize you can tell it's powering up weapons. Hello, everyone. Uh, this is Tyler Hewitt, just coming at you with a little special offer for you. You know, if you're a fan of uh, what we're doing here on the show, then we have, to borrow a phrase from Jerry Holkins, a patron-oriented experience tailored just for you. If you go to patreon.com slash dice. You can sign up and get a bunch of special features that we're not really going to make available to anyone else. So do that now. Well, not right now, but, you know. I bring up full shields forwards and charge the weapon systems on the Moonhammer. Great. Um, so, yeah, you can do that. Um, and I will yell to the captain, <laughs> foreign vessel ahead. Char for, weapons for, charging. What do you mean a foreign vessel ahead? This is the complete information I have, Captain. Thank you, Spork. Very helpful. Appreciate the heads up. And he kind of turns to Anders and he's like, um, Anders, uh, do you have the con? And uh, Anders looks kind of stressed and he says, uh, Sir, I, I'm not... Uh, with all due respect, I, I, I was never the best pilot. And Grantham says, Oh, yeah, sir. I suppose that's, I suppose that's fair. Um, and, uh, they seem to be kind of like trying to figure out how to pilot the ship in the midst of this, but weapons are powering up, shields are up, uh, cut to Elizabeth. So you're checking in at, uh, science, science station. I suppose. Yes. My station. So, um, the Miranda is essentially a saucer section with, uh, three decks. Don't quote me on that. Um, <laughs> I think the science, you would likely have a, uh, I think a station on uh, on the bridge, bridge, similar to what Spock had. He had kind of like yep. a console. Um, so you come up, um, you can see Spork there dealing with uh, with his panel. You move over to your science uh, section, you boot it up, and you, you're looking to see if you can understand... What's happening. The anomaly. So this thing is outside the realm of, of anything you've, you've encountered. So I'm going to make you roll for this one. Um, can you please give me control or insight... And science, please. Okay, target 14. Two successes. Okay, excellent. So 
um, as you start to run, you're thinking of everything you've observed up till now, um, and uh, you're um, able to ascertain that the temporal field has uh, seems to have something. The uh, ion storm seems to have uh, temporal effects. So, in addition to the de-evolutionizing effect, um, part of what you're observing leaving the planet's surface was things aging quicker, de-aging. This seems to be a, a truly strange temporal anomaly. Um, and it seems to be wildly unstable. So that's what you'll know. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's what you learn from that. Uh, Dr. Bart, you are in medical. Uh, yes. I think I probably want to get engineers back up on their feet as much as possible to restabilize the ship. So I think we're probably focusing on getting engineers back out there to put out okay. fires. Cool. Right. So um, let's say you're focusing on um, like engineering crew kind of leaving science and con to one side. Yeah. Like, OK, great. So uh, priority being engineering. Speaking of engineering, mm-hmm. um, Elizabeth or sorry, Emery, what are you doing? Uh, so I feeling some strange sense of clarity finally coming over me. <laughs> coming out of a bit of a daze, um, I'm going to call up to uh, the captain, to Captain Grantham, and and just ask, um, uh, Captain, what's the status? Uh, what, 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 what do you need from engineering? Because I'm still a little bit uncertain. Okay, so um, Grantham says, uh, well, according to uh, Mr. Spork, we have an enemy vessel powering up weapons on the other side of whatever this temporal anomaly is. Uh, our shields are up, however, I'm worried without the warp core, they'll be weak. I need you to find some way to route more power to the shields. Okay. Um, if we, if we switch life support to minimal and reroute the power from the impulse drives and, uh, reroute them to the main deflector array, we may be able to, to hold them off. Like putting too much air on a balloon. (laughs) Congratulations, Laura. You have delivered the first amount of Star Trek techno babble or techno babble. That's fantastic. I'm giving you one point of determination for coming up with a real Star Trek-y response to a problem. (laughs) Um, So back on the bridge, um, you can see uh, you're being sucked faster and faster into the the, the temporal anomaly. And um, sort of as as you're saying that, shields are powering up, um, suddenly you hit this rip. um, And all of you experience a moment of extraordinary feeling it seems like you've been uh every sort of nerve every bit of you is fully aware is fully feeling uh it's just an overwhelming amount of sensation um everything glows a tremendous white uh you almost suddenly feel incorporeal it feels similar to being teleported so like when you're transporting up and down to a planet uh, except wild. It feels natural. It feels more, sorry, where that feels very technical, this feels like a natural occurrence and it's horrifying and mm. wonderful at the same time. Alan would know. <laughs> yes, the great physicist, <laughs> Alan. Um, and then with the same, as easy as that was to slip into, coming out of it is hard and jarring and suddenly it feels almost like you've been slapped by cold water, like when a wave just hits you out of nowhere, suddenly you're shocked back to... Um, the temporal vortex is behind you. Um, red alert sirens are blaring. That moment is gone. Uh, for each of you, that will have landed differently. For someone like Spork, that will be a very odd and kind of, I imagine, uncomfortable sensation. Most uh, things are. <laughs> there you go. 
Uh, Elizabeth, for you, it's it's being able to actually experience science in a strange way. Um, no one else is watching Discovery, right? It's just me? Yeah. Yeah, great. Um, it's one thing to think of something, in, in, but to actually kind of reach out and touch your field is very odd. Um, Dr. Bart, um, that was a, an extraordinarily strange experience for you, um, and I think we'll have you possibly rethinking how medicine works if, mm. if things like this are possible. Um, and uh, Emery, I suspect um, on your end, I kind of imagine you don't really notice because you're busy engineering. Um, (laughs) so I think you kind of shake it off Uh, how's Bing Bong feel about that weird weird adventure (laughs) so um, the uh, suddenly uh, with the anomaly behind you directly ahead of you is a ship of uh, unknown design Uh, certainly not like anything you've seen before it seemed to sort of be in a holding pattern with its weapons charged at full um, but now that it's through uh, they're charging up, and you, you can see it's getting ready to fire. Um, so um, Grantham says, like, uh, Anders, have, have you got this? Have you got this? And Anders says, yes, Captain, I do. And he starts, like, rapidly working. Uh, the con, he seems to have settled back into himself. And Grantham sort of goes back to the command chair and says, excellent. All right, weapons to full, uh, shields up, um, cut impulse, Let's do this. Um, so, Hi, Captain. Uh, so, Spork, you're on weapons right now. Tactical station, correct. Tactical station, yep. So you still have power to weapons. Um, they're not at full charge. They're sort of semi-charged because there's no warp core, but you can still fire phasers. Um, shields are up. They seem to be holding at 60. However, impulse is now down to minor amount uh, because you're... Mm-hmm. We'll say you haven't pulled... Uh, life support and impulse yet you're working on it okay. um med bay uh i think you've got a few engineers up and going they're rushing down to help um uh, emory with uh rerouting the power okay uh elizabeth what are you doing mm, i think i'll be uh, maybe assisting uh not na- maybe navigationally with the con to help him navigate because there's the ion storm to navigate Great. As well as the ship charging weapons. Yeah, fair enough. So um, you uh, you rush over to uh, to assist Anders in navigation, um, and it's at that moment that uh, Emery manages to reroute power from impulse into shields, so shields come up at 100%. Um, however, the second before that happens, you look at the panel, you look at the settings, and you realize that several things aren't where they should be, that... Um, it's been damaged and is running kind of at an unstable level. But before you can warn Anders, uh, the panel bursts and just shreds him. So he splatters backwards. Um, shrapnel hits Grantham. Uh, Grantham, you know, you see like just sort of viscera and shrapnel hits him. He gets thrown back off the command chair. Um, and uh, you can hear him kind of like screaming behind you. He's kind of at the floor of the... Uh, the security console. In general, I think we're going to think of this bridge in next-gen terms because I think that's the Star Trek okay. we're all the most familiar mm-hmm. with. Yes. So there's sort of that raised level with um, security console. So he's at the ground there. Um, can you please roll me a fitness and... No. This is con. Elizabeth rolling. Yes, Elizabeth, if you can roll me a fitness and con, please. Okay. So target's 12. 
One fail, one success. Okay. So um, you manage to throw yourself to the side as the um, the explosion happens. You do manage to dodge it. Um, But uh, Anders is definitely very dead. Um, At this point, I flip open my communicator and I just yell, Spork to medical. We have an emergency. Triage team here, stat. The captain is injured. Uh, and then I flip shot my communicator okay. and I immediately shift con controls to the technical station because both con panels have exploded. <laughs> I'll take over con then if you can attend to. Oh, do, do they work? Um, the, uh, oh. the panels have damaged, but they, you, both of them exploded. Then I would just, you can, you can, uh, I'll control. say you can reroute con to, um, the science. Excellent. I will do that station. instead. That yeah. would be perfect. Okay. So, uh, Lieutenant Cobalt, you have the con, um, so we've got Elizabeth on con. We've got Spork on security and weapons. Um, doctor, what are you doing? I'm on my way. Great. Um, so um, you start running up, um, and Emery, what you've managed to reroute. Are you basically standing by to see what happens? I'm, I'm well, yeah, I'm waiting for further instructions, but um, as that's happening, I'm just working on stabilizing everything and make sure that the re-power is flowing uh, and not going to explode anywhere. Okay, great. Um, so you rush up, um, Doctor, and you see uh, Grantham has been, Captain Grantham has been hit by a bunch of shrapnel, like bad damage to the left side of his face, uh, to his shoulder. It looks superficial but bloody, if that makes any sense. Yep. Um, what do you do? Um, I, uh, I start tending to the captain. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, so can you please roll me... A control and medicine check at one. That's a pass and a fail. Great. So um, I think it, your sort of immediate concern is stabilizing him. Yep. So you quickly check over things. Um, you can see it's not great news, but it's also not dire. Not as bad as Anders over there? <laughs> Definitely not as bad as Anders over there. Yeah. Uh, what's left of Anders. Um, so you're able to stabilize the captain. He's he's in pain. He's not going to be very functional for the next little bit, but he's he's going to live. We need to get him out of here. I call for two security officers to come with an anti-grav skid to carry the doctor and the captain. I mean, the doctor will probably walk, but to carry them back to medical. I also flip open uh, communications from the tactical channel, uh, and I call over to the other ship, hailing them. Um, okay, yep, they, uh, they don't answer your hail. I set the hail to repeat until it receives a response. Okay, great. And then I'll communicate down to Emery, and I'll just say, Lieutenant Tor, we have achieved full shields, however, weapons are not at a satisfactory level. Find us more power. Okay. So, Emery, um, you know from a past life, I'll mm-hmm. say, uh, one of your, your symbiotes uh, past lives, and it didn't end great for most involved, but there is a way to reroute all power from shields through phasers to deliver one extraordinarily powerful blast. Mm-hmm. However, it will leave the ship completely defenseless. Um, so, I'm, so I'm, yeah, calling back up um uh lieutenant spork we can uh divert more power to the phasers for one single blast but we will be temporarily without shields how close is our opponent to fully charging their weapons to fire uh the weapons are fully charged it it seems as though they're they're waiting for something 
but they're at uh, they're they're fully charged. You feel like they're ready to go. I call back down and say, prepare the process, but hold. Until hostile intent is achieved, we cannot open fire. I'm the Federation it. does not fire first. Well, that's good news because you won't have to wait long. The ship uh, opens fire with a full array of phasers. Um, the uh, the blasts strike the, the forward shields. Uh, you've got 100% forward, like you've thrown all power behind forward shields. Mm-hmm. So the shields take the brunt of the hit. Um, you know, obviously it's it's full Star Trek rules. So like ship shakes, there's lots of like sparks and stuff that fly off the, the walls. Um, shields drop to about 50%. Um, this phaser volley was far more powerful than it had any right to be. Um, meanwhile, behind you, um, Elizabeth, you can see that the, uh, the temporal vortex is closing. Um, as it does so, it seems, um, it's almost like it's imploding. Uh, and as it does so, it's shooting off huge amounts of energy, uh, one of which strikes the underside of the saucer. Um, and causes sort of a massive explosion. There's no shielding back there right now because it's all everything's on forward. Um, the whole ship shudders, sort of twists. Uh, it's very rare that you hear like a Starfleet vessel twist. It's kind of a horrible grinding noise throughout the ship. Um, and uh, the tactical array tells you that the med bay has been destroyed. I flip open shipwide communications and I say all non-essential personnel to lifeboats abandon ship abandon ship uh, and then I call down to the engineering room and I say this is acting Captain Spork of the USS Moonhammer fire everything we've got so here's what I'm going to need from you guys mm-hmm. um, Emery I'm going to need you to please roll me a daring in engineering okay um, at difficulty three in order to fire. Bing bong can assist. Uh, however, um, I'm going to put bing bong on the doctor since you're just hanging out right now. Mm-hmm. So you can roll to assist as bing bong. Spork, I need okay. you to roll me a uh, ranged attack. Can Difficult. I try evasive and, uh, maneuvers? <clears throat> yes. So I'm actually going to count that towards Spork's attack. Okay. And the idea there is keeping the ship alive long enough for him to land the shot. So can you give me, please, either... So, Elizabeth, uh, either daring or control and con. Okay. Spork, uh, control and security. And I will use my determination to add an extra die with an immediate one. Excellent. Uh, so you're firing at uh, difficulty three. Um, doctor, as Bing Bong, you're assisting Emery mm-hmm. in the... Uh, in engineering, so um, I think for Bing Bong, it's always going to be insight. So let's say insight and engineering. Okay. And finally, <laughs> last but not least, Emery, you are routing all power. I already gave mm-hmm. you yours. Yeah, I was daring in engineering, right? Okay, great. And I'm going to use my uh, shipboard tactical systems focus. Nice, very nice. One. Okay, great. So uh, let's do engineering first, and then we'll jump to okay. the weapons. And I've got Bing Bong assisting. Yep. I rolled for Bing Bong. Oh, okay. Oh, sh- shoot. So that's one success and a 20. And Bing Bong uh, succeeded in uh, supporting you. And you can use your point of determination to re-roll your 20. I will absolutely do that. 
And oh, just barely another success. So, and worth noting, uh, Bing Bong's special, one of his specialties is electroplasma power systems. I don't know if that would help with a power rewrite, but if it would, Tyler rolled a three, so that'd actually be t- two successes for Bing Bong. Great. So <laughs> you succeed with uh, a point of momentum. Uh, do you want to use that point to supercharge the blast? Uh, sure. So basically, right Let's now you're up. You're routing everything to it. Um, oh, we got no, it. but you got to say it is Bing Bong. Yeah. So oh, okay. you're you're oh, putting give, character. You're playing Bing Bong. You got to well, play so it. Well, so something about side characters is like they're members of the crew. So occasionally, other people are just going to do them. All right. You should go bang. Ladies and gentlemen, and Tyler, you it is Bing Bong. All I'm saying is Bing Bong lives. Like that's. <laughs> That's, uh, I think that's our new, uh, our new T-shirt. So, um, Emery, you realize that uh, you can you can give it just a little more juice mm-hmm. if you cut gravity and life support for a second. So you route Jesus everything Christ. through, and for just a moment, life support cuts. Everyone finds themselves floating slightly off the deck. Mm-hmm. It's dark. It's cold. Your breath is gone for a moment, and in that moment, spork. Fire, which I say to myself, because technically I'm captain, so I need to for proper decor, but I know what I'm doing. I'm also going to use that momentum Great. just to pick up an extra die. And I believe you were assisting me. Uh, yep. I have achieved three successes, uh, one of which, because I am a master of shipboard tactical station, becomes a bonus. So that is four successes, plus I use determination, which is five successes, plus an effect. And a success. And she has... And got five. Okay. She has a success as well. Oh. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, damn. All right. Well, man, Six successes and an effect. Would you like to use two points of momentum in your effect to great effect right now? Hell yes. <laughs> this is an all or nothing. Our Star Trek Adventures one-shot features our GM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. Players Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter. Laura Elizabeth at EL Hamstring on Twitter. Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter. And the mysterious Kristen who don't need no help with Twitter traffic. This episode was edited by Ryan LaPlante and all of Dum Dums and Dice's art is by Decapitated Markers at Decapitated Marker. That's M-R-K-R on Twitter. This show's theme music is Gothic Trip with Thunder Horse by Damiano Baldoni. And our ads use the tracks No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar, J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R, all available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com, our Twitter and Instagram at dumdumdice, or on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice, or you could join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks for listening. Smash that subscribe button and show your love to One Shots. DJ One Shots out of here. Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, DM Rob, Christopher Little, Joshua White, Olin Anderson, Sue One, Devin Boyce, George Dolby, One True Artistry, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. 
the Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.